Hi there, and welcome back to Conversations with Father Greg. In this episode, we have a homily for Sunday, May 9, 2021. Among the many things we have to be grateful for this week, we celebrate Mother's Day, a day dedicated to expressing thanks to our mothers, grandmothers, and all the women in our lives who have shown us care and love. So to everyone who's out there celebrating this week, Happy Mother's Day. Before we get to the homily, let's first hear our reading from the Acts of the Apostles. Our reading from the book of the Acts of the Apostles, beginning in the 10th chapter and the 44th verse. While Peter was still speaking, the Holy Spirit fell upon all who heard the word. The circumcised believers who had come with Peter were astounded that the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out even on the Gentiles, for they had heard them speaking in tongues and extolling God. Then Peter said, Can anyone withhold the water for baptizing these people who have received the Holy Spirit just as we have? So he ordered them to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Then they invited him to stay for several days. The Word of the Lord. May I speak to you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. This week I've been thinking a lot about the kinds of things that we expect, and in contrast, the things that take us by surprise, particularly relating to our relationship with God and with the Church. I'd like to begin by asking you a question. Have you ever been surprised by God? When was the last time that you were confronted by something so breathtaking and wonderful and knew that it could only have been the work of the divine. Maybe it was a prayer that was answered, or maybe you were given the gift of clarity during an interview. It might have been something as simple as a very timely tax return when you were experiencing a financial pinch. Our readings for today actually talk a fair bit about being surprised by God. Two weeks ago, we celebrated Good Shepherd Sunday. In our gospel reading for that day, we heard that Jesus had astounded his listeners by telling them that sheep from beyond the nation of Israel would be brought into the fold and would worship God. Those who heard Jesus' words were challenged because they thought that they enjoyed a special place of privilege as God's chosen people. In today's reading from the Acts of the Apostles, we begin to see that Jesus' prediction was coming true. Earlier in Acts chapter 10, we read about a Roman centurion named Cornelius, who was described as a generous and faithful man. An angel appeared to him and told him to seek out Simon Peter, who was staying in a neighboring city. Cornelius complied and sent three men to find Peter and to bring Peter back to his home. When Peter arrived at Cornelius's home, a small crowd gathered to hear what Peter had to say about who Jesus was, what Jesus did, and what he taught. This is where the amazing thing begins to happen. We are told that God's Spirit came down on all those who had gathered at Cornelius' home. 
God was at work among both Jew and non-Jew alike. Everyone was being included and being empowered to do God's work in the world. As the book of Acts continues, it records God working through people to do all kinds of impressive things. This is exactly the kind of thing that Jesus had been talking about when he taught about sheep from another flock being brought into the fold. God was breaking down barriers and working through all kinds of people. And yet we read that the Jewish believers in Jesus were astounded that the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out even on the Gentiles, for they heard them speaking in tongues and extolling God. People had allowed their expectations to define what they thought God could and would do. Those limiting expectations proved to be an artificial construct. God was not as predictable as people had thought. But what is the application for us today? What relevance does this 2,000-year-old story have for our lives here and now? The application of this story can actually be grounded in our gospel reading for today. In John chapter 15, we read that Jesus taught his followers that they had been called and gifted by God. He tasked them with showing sacrificial Christ-like love for other people. We hear Jesus telling his followers that we should lay down our lives for each other. But what does that really mean? Certainly, Jesus died for us all, but very few of us are actually called to die for another person. What if laying down our lives for others has more to do with the way that we live than the way that we die? One scholar put it like this, What does it take to set aside all that one believes about others, to set aside the prejudices that prevent or stifle friendship, in order to join others in being truly the body of Christ? What would it take to set aside, even for a moment, the familiar and cherished, whether simply beliefs or practices, in order to stand in for another, especially someone different, perhaps even someone in the margins. One element of this concept of laying down one's life has to do with learning how to set aside our own preconceptions and biases. It's about intentionally choosing to put ourselves in a position to be taken by surprise, both by God and by other people. It means being willing to be vulnerable and to take some risks. It means admitting that we may not always have the inside track in any given situation. There may be others who see the situation from a different perspective or through a different set of experiences. Others may have a clearer understanding or approach to a certain situation. God may be working through another person to show us a new perspective or to give us a new understanding of the world or of ourselves. This concept of laying down our lives for another person invites us to recognize God at work in the world and in the lives of other people in ways that we may not have expected. It invites us to consider whether the confines of our own imaginations 
limit God's work in our lives. This setting aside of our preconceived notions sounds like the kind of thing that confronted Jesus' Jewish followers in the Acts of the Apostles. God was doing something new in the world, and God worked through some very unexpected people to accomplish this agenda. In our Gospel reading for today, we hear Jesus' call to love others just as Jesus loved us. One essential component of that love is learning to see other people as being loved and gifted by God. This includes the people that we find difficult or with whom we have profound disagreements. In the Acts of the Apostles, we saw how surprised some people were when God chose to work through non-Jewish believers in Jesus Christ. But who are those people in our own day or in our own lives? I began today by asking you to remember a time that you have been surprised by God. I'll tell you about one of the times that it happened in my own life. Several years ago, before I was ever ordained, I attended a diocesan event. I knew some, but not all, of the people that were present. I remember meeting one person in particular. As we exchanged polite conversation over coffee, I began to realize that this person and I had very different views on many issues. When the meeting was done, we went our separate ways and, to be honest, I more or less forgot about the encounter. Over time, we worked on several projects together and we now both serve as priests in the Diocese of Toronto. We have known each other for over a decade now, and there are still a number of things that we just don't see eye to eye on. What's changed is that despite our differences, I count her as one of my best friends. God has worked through this friend to teach me new ways of looking at so many things. Through this friend, I have gained a better understanding of the world, and like many good friends, my life is richer because of her. This friendship is just one of the ways that I have been surprised and blessed by God. Let's pray. Threefold God of love, you invite us to abide in you. May we follow the spirit of truth so that through us, your commanding love may speak to the heart of the world. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen.